Hope Grizz, we're live already. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back. What's going on? This is episode 280 of the Bad Taste Video Podcast. I'm Mike. I'm here with the, uh, oh man, I don't even know what to call you this week. I wanted to say something, but it's pretty vulgar, but I won't, but I'm here with my (laughs) man Grizz. Uh, tonight has been rife with uh, technical difficulties and uh, electronic really? conundrums. Uh, one yeah, being, yeah, one being us. A, um, we have clips in the wrong place. I'm like putting the shit in as we're like setting up. Uh, now I just start the stream um, pretty much uh, as soon as uh, we got on. So good thing that we weren't we, doing right when we intended. You mean? I mean, right at nine o'clock. Yeah, I'm right at dot, nine maybe. o'clock for once. Uh, but. We are here with another vampire film to round out the month of November. Uh, Something not American, not European, not Japanese. We're going back to Australia. Something we don't do. uh, We don't do it too often, but every time we do, it's always fucking awesome. But Grizz, let's hit that intro and get into this week's movie. That's, dude, that's some fucking jam, man. Jeez. Uh, the wicked whoop whoop. Uh, Brendan Timmons, what's going on, man? Happy Tuesday. If you're listening to this uh, through the podcast, uh, happy Thursday, I guess. Depending where you're listening to, technically, you might be able to listen to it on Wednesday. But uh, shout out to also- you, uh, William Blasco. I appreciate the. Uh- a shout out here dude and uh definitely listen tomorrow because this is going to be a fun episode man yeah for sure any relation to the uh rob zombie bass player grizz wants to know i doubt it because i think he made that name up but still not you this is William, legit not you. yeah this is the real one this is the real one but grizz before we get into this week's movie i gotta make a fucking confession man something oh, uh pretty pretty bad oh, uh dude. as you know i've been into some certain things in my past we're going to talk uh, about this? Okay, okay. All right. You know, stuff when I was younger. Uh, addictive. Yeah, we grow. We change. Yeah, yeah, we. yeah. But unfortunately, I relapsed. Uh, I'm fucking really embarrassed. But uh, unfortunately, man, I bought some Magic the Gathering cards again. Uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> All the I, uh, money we spent on rehab, dude. Uh, fucking, I, the, the, the cardboard crack has hit me again. Um, 
Unfortunately, Ooh, retro release video in the fucking chat. What up, big sexy? How we doing tonight, dude? <laughs> uh, Grizz, one thing I got to say, man, when I was originally playing, uh, probably bought my last pack in like 1999. Or like, you know, yeah, I was yeah, yeah. I was very young. Um, unfortunately, all that shit is worth money now and they are long gone. Yeah, uh, so that's that's uh, extremely unfortunate for myself. But the game has changed immensely in fucking 20 years i uh, oh no viano this this is pretty fucking dark dude this is pretty fucking dark uh the game has changed immensely um things like the actual like the way the game the magic the gathering is played so so like like the actual card game so with each have you ever played like when you were younger pokemon or something like that or even no Ne like never ever played anything like that i owned magic the gathering cards because my uncle gave me them and they had boobs and I was so like, you've, yeah, you've, cool. you've at least seen them before you've seen what cards I've look never... like you've never played you don't even need to actually play to understand yeah. this but so, i know the, i know the cards have to get the little like the little stories some fucking numbers that mean nothing ex to me on there exactly so those you know? numbers that mean nothing you know there's different abilities and all this stuff and as the sets and expansions go on throughout the years they add certain like game mechanics and stuff things that like you couldn't do back then like they weren't part of the just the game at all they weren't cards that you could throw down I, if that makes if that makes sense some kind of ogre to a bog to a you know some kind of shit i imagine yeah well like <laughs> more so like uh like back then you could only punch and now you could like shoot a gun too that's oh, not nice. actually okay. that's not that's not actually an example but you know, they say that'd be dope. They got guns and yeah. Magic the Gathering now, bro. So now, really so now, dude, modernize that shit. So now, half the thing with Magic is that like you have to know the cards. You have to know what's out there, and that allows you to build your deck. So I missed out on twenty years of this shit. It is thousands. You got a weak deck. And, you're saying your deck is like subpar compared to bro, everybody else's deck. I don't even there. have a, a deck yet. You have a, like your your deck is probably small. And it's like, probably like, you know, not lack, very useful. Lackluster, lackluster deck right now. Um, oh, dude. I'm just so saddened by this. Small, small right now. Uh, not really, you know. Think <laughs> big, bro. I mean, but, you can only go up from here, you know. But it only gets bigger. Exactly, man. It only gets bigger. It only gets better, just like us. Uh, I will <laughs> keep you updated, though, on my Magic the Gathering journey. If you play and you listen to us, hit me up. I want to talk. I need to, uh, I need to, I need to. I need a sounding board for people that are actively I don't in the community. Don't need any fucking nerds bothering me, so don't fucking talk to don't me. Don't bother about Chris. Mike, yeah, don't bother. He is yeah. all about yeah. this shit. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I thought I would start the show with that depressing thought. For uh, I mean, if you, <laughs> if you've been there, you know, you know how this shit goes. Uh, but Grizz, this week's movie, uh, The Wicked, aka Outback Vampires, aka yeah. something else. Uh, this was a fucking TV movie in Australia. Can you fucking believe it? Dude, how much fun did you have with this, man? All right. So <laughs> I've, I've seen this tape um, for Hundreds years. I probably own this shit, but I didn't look through my stuff yeah. because as you've seen, it's it's just going to be impossible. Um, if you did, it would be like a, a second layer tape. You'd be having to pull shit off of the front of the fucking shelves to look what's behind it. Exactly. That's where it's going to be. Exactly. Yeah. Viano Films. I don't think I'm going to be able to beat that dude. AKA Outback Steakhouse. S T A. Why is that not the name of this dude? <laughs> Damn. But uh, oh my god. I love so you, dude. this That's movie, 
I've seen this cover before. I've heard of the name. Never heard anybody talk about it. Once uh, I spoke to EK about it because of the episode. I Actually, it was today I spoke to him about it. He said, yeah, man, I own this movie like a couple times, got rid of it a couple times. I have no idea why. Um, it has, a, as you'll see, a metal slash rock band in it. So technically, you could call it, you know, a, a rock movie, sort of. The soundtrack is pretty like, it's pretty, uh, I guess, like not your typical horror movie soundtrack. No, 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 dude. It's it's strange. The whole thing isn't like your typical. This isn't like really like a typical horror movie in any sense of it. Like this to me is like, uh, it, it has a major like Rocky horror vibe without the abundance of songs. You know yeah. what I mean? Like there's there's some music that goes along with this, but I mean like Rocky horror is like heavy, but it has that like strange weirdness to it, man. And like uh th this family that we're gonna get into man like everything about it is just like I, I i've come to realize i love movies about weird desolate families that like you know have people like strangers coming in because dude, i said to you this is like fucking nothing but trouble yeah exactly you know? it, where it, everybody's so involved in some sort of way story yeah um another movie that this reminded me of was dead in that was yeah, another one in, that this yeah. Like fucking just the way it's shot, the way it looks. Um, it is from Australia, so it's got that like they all have this similar uh, vibe Days. to them or whatever. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's like there was a smog over there at the time. Uh, there is one dude, the guy that plays Bronco. He was in Dead End Driving. Uh, I, I, I couldn't. Say, I love that name. Bronco, Bronco is one of the best names ever. Dude, what does if I ever had a, a child by the stupid circumstance that I would ever to be real in this life. I want to name that little motherfucker Bronco, man. That is, Dude, that is, is a power name. What does the girl call him? Oh, I don't know. She's dude. like big dick muscle Bronco or something like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> so it's a power name. Dude. Yeah. I don't, I, say. I don't know, but he's like a scrawny dude. That's what I kind of find funny about it. He's not like some big I, fucking like jacked ass motherfucker. Well, all right. Do we want to give a, a little synopsis here of uh, what went, went down with this movie? Yeah, do you want to go sure. for it this week? Yeah. Uh, this group of people, well, it's actually two guys and a girl who just come together by circumstance, uh, end up getting stranded, quote unquote, in the outback region of Australia, where they uh, happen upon a family of vampires that are quite a bunch of characters not necessarily like a texas chainsaw massacre situation uh more so yeah, the yeah. adams family uh than yeah, anything yeah, yeah, like but this is like your typical like people get stranded in the middle of nowhere and the only help they have is this fucking fucked up hillbilly family living on their own you know doing weird shit this and, is a tv movie dude that's what blows my mind that like this yeah. is so good for being a fucking uh, a low budget australian you know made for television fucking movie it has yeah. no business being as fun as it is man it's so this movie is from 1987 um by yeah, the yeah. time 1987 rolled around in america like the very mainstream horror shit was starting to get hosed down by like you know the censorship board and all that shit they were like really the mpaa was just fucking kicking ass at that time and for this to be shown on tv now i'm not sure was this shown on like you know the equivalent of showtime hbo cinemax type shit 
maybe or like abc what is it like a network fucking you know type of yeah, thing you know because like I when i think of either. when i think of like a scary ooh like tv movie i think of like salem's lot i think of like it you know what i mean something like that where this feels more like some shit you would rent at the video store for fucking 50 cents for the week yeah, rental yeah. you know what i mean like it it doesn't have that tv movie feel and i really it's it's really fucking strange that it's not i'm, I'm not gonna say more popular because you know how this shit always goes but yeah, i feel like sure. i feel like if more people gave it a chance this would be one of those ones where people like, like yeah we need like a new release of this and all that shit it dude it, it's for real though like it does i would love to see a little bit of a cleaned up you know version or whatever but as you watch this movie it it kind of like just keeps pulling up different other movies that it keeps reminding you of you know like there's parts of this movie that remind me of demon so much or not demon um excuse me uh, uh house of uh what was it the one with fucking linnea quigley um night of the demons yeah night of the demons like it reminds me of that at certain points like that like the way the fucking the daughter of this family acts and everything and like her mannerisms are uh, it's it's very like similar to those movies and, and, and as you go through it you're just being like man they did such a good job of like you know conjuring up this weird fucking story and, and like man i'm being such a big fan of nothing of trouble i'm bringing it up again but like it really is like a vampire version of that the house that they end up in has like booby traps and shit like that and slides that like end them up in different spots and cages and shit it's cool as fuck man uh what i also love is the beginning of this movie how we end up with these two rodeo guys Bronco and uh, what the fuck is the other dude's name? But uh, it's like Nick or whatever. They're like these. They're like these complete fucking bogans, you know. And like, if you know anything about Australian culture, that's like the I don't like. They're just like complete like, not into like mainstream society dudes. Like these dudes like ride rodeo bulls and shit like that. Uh, they live a wild lifestyle and they're out in their Cadillac or whatever it is. It's no uh, windshield. Yeah, no windshield. Just fucking cruising, man. Um, and they run into this, you know, hitchhiker. Uh, that they end up picking up and they end up like you know cruising down the road and they get to this fucking booby trap man and, and that is how this whole movie kicks off and i'm immediately like all right i'm already in there's a cool fucking setup here with these three strangers that are now together and shit booby trap in the road uh we got a footage of the uh of the the, the booby trap here hold on let me let me let me pull that one up we got a bunch of clips for you guys this uh yeah these are this good week. ones this week too I'm interested. Sure. Look at his fucking uh, that Outback hat. The fucking Dad, what's that guy's name? Paul. Paul Logan. Paul Hogan. It was crocodile. Yeah, that day. What did they call the act? Wasn't an act. So that's a fuck. That we'll talk about that yeah, after this right, clip. Yeah. <laughs> so the uh, the thing that is like gonna booby trap them looks like a fucking land anchor, but like it flipped does. upside down. Yeah, that thing. Oh, yep, just stops them in their tracks. Guy goes, oh wait, does he go through the windshield actually? Is that what that's supposed that to be? Like, there's no windshield. <laughs> I heard like a I heard like a glass sound. But uh yeah. I think her name is Lucy. She says that like, yeah. Uh they asked her, like, oh, how'd you like learn how to throw a knife? It's like, oh, my dad used to throw knives at my mom. I used to catch them and throw them back. And he's like, Oh, what was the name of the act? She's like, it wasn't an act. It's like <laughs> this is how we lived. <laughs> that's fucking dark. 
that's dark. But like you see here that like it's kind of it's going to be like a goofy movie. Um, you probably definitely like this because it also it has that like Peter Jackson twist to it. Yeah, You'll it see does. there's this like crow that fucking follows people around and all that shit throughout the whole movie. And it does all this wacky shit. Very similar to the seagull in bad taste. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, and I feel like this I movie. I kept thinking that was another comparison I was making. I was like, dude, yeah. this feels like Peter Jackson's work. It's not as gory, obviously, not nowhere near, but it just the same like comedic sensibility that you would find in his work. Yeah. And you know what? I'm not sure. Like, is he, is this all, you know, inspired by movies in the past or whatever? But like, this this fucking movie just manages to put like really dark humor in with like other goofy type shit but it somehow doesn't come off as like a kids movie it still comes across as like a pretty like fucked up movie right like it's i mean but at the same time lighthearted enough to be enjoyed by like honestly like you know you could put this on for your your aunt who doesn't get into fucking horror movies that much and I bet you she'd have a good time watching it because there's like a lot to like about it. The, 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 the family is like, yeah, they're vampire cannibals, but they're also like these outrageous characters. Like each member of the family is extreme in their own way. And, and when we start meeting all of them, the, the ride just fucking takes off with this one. Yeah, let's, uh, let's actually show a clip of uh, Sir Alfred who is, I guess, like the head, of, like the patriarch of the family, right? He kind of runs everything. But you'll see it's like very Frankenfurter uh, when he first meets these people when they, you know, show up to the house. He's, you must be Nick. You must be Lucy. He's like dressed like the typical Dracula, you right? Must be. They all like hate Bronco. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you could all make it. Usually our audiences are pretty dead. It's George. <laughs> but seriously, folks. Welcome to the Terminus Estate. The Terminus, Terminus Estate. Estate. That's cool, man. So fucking, that's a good band it's name. It's so weird. Like <laughs> this just giant house in the middle of fucking nowhere in the outback. Yeah. It's just, oh, and dude, like, okay. So the, the the cool like you know premise of this movie that I really liked is that there's this town of of town folk that all know that these vampires have this place and it's up to them to lure passerbys into this area yeah. for them to go to Terminus Estate and and then the vampires can you know do you know they have leave them a, the yeah they leave them alone if they just kind of feed people to them. And dude, those town people were my absolute favorite. The, the one like mayor guy has like a garlic fucking like necklace he's wearing the whole time and shit. And, and they're just like, they're the most outrageous, like kind of dim witted, you know, like drunks and shit like that. So like you mentioned the bird, man, this is like, this is their first introduction that we get to these fucking, these town people is this fucking bird scene. Yeah. They're like, they're uh, messing around with the bird, right? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't mess with you, I'll tell you. Morning, you dogs. The light's almost gone. That's the bird. Uh, it's a, I guess I guess we should mention uh, the bird is attacking his neck. It's actually a vampire bird. Which is it's so good, dude. which is an insanely funny thing that like happens throughout the movie. But 
he could, this bird is almost like I guess kind of like a familiar almost to yeah, yeah. uh to works for the count family, right? yeah yeah he's like kind of yeah. lurking in the distance you see him uh when they can't catch up to them later in the movie you see the bird kind of keeping track of them but i really do like the idea that like it's not just a regular crow or a raven whatever it's a fucking yeah. it's a vampire also like it's going for blood and it, you can see like the guy keeps getting right attacked by it yeah it looks like he got attacked before like on the other <laughs> <Before>. side <laughs> <laughs> he's fucked with that bird a few times dude. but that's the type of comedy it. that they do throughout it and like you hear these guys talking they all look like fucking living corpses Right, like they, yeah. they're all like pale looking, and like the light is very bluish too, so it kind of gives them this weird aura, and it kind of it's a funny like, like a subplot where like it's kind of weighing heavily on them as a town that they have to keep doing this, like they don't really want to do it, you know, they're yeah, kind of sick of it, but is. they have no choice at this point, and that like leads to some contention later in the movie, but um. Like the townspeople, just what a what a gaggle of ghouls, right? They're all kind of fucking strange. The guy that's the uh, the train conductor, the guy that works at oh the train station, God. he's like a fucking maniac he too. See, dude, yes, I love that guy. Him just like arguing them with them about like when the train was coming and shit like that. Yeah, he's like, no. Oh, what it was, and the weirdest thing about like this whole thing was that like they get into this town from the booby trap there. The townspeople have them all ready to go. And then this German person, this like blonde German, was it a woman or a man in that black car, like comes to pick them up to take them to Terminus Estates. Oh, uh, that was and a they dude. Had, like, it, it was, it was Alfred. No, no, no. I think it was a different guy. Oh, no. No, I was going to say, it was like a German dude. He had like the thickest German accent. And I was like, who the fuck is this dude in the middle of the outback? Yeah. It, 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 each character is just like that weird and out of place, honestly, because like all the family don't have like, you know, I think only the daughter has an Australian accent because, you know, Alfred has like an English one and shit like that. It, it's it, and I loved how each of the family members start like picking off the family or the, or, the, or like the, uh, yeah, they like the, the pair off with them. Yeah. Like, you know, George wants to fucking Lucy. So he starts like, you know, making her dance and stuff like that. And then, like, dude, the mom going after after Nick in the shower scene was, like, just so... Like, every scene is just so filled with just, like, great comedic timing, uh, amazing dialogue that's, like, just funny at its core. Like, the interactions between all of these people are just so... They feel genuinely weird and, like, so uncomfortable. And that's what really works with this movie. Yeah, like when Bronco's talking to the daughter... And like they're having like the awkward like sex conversation. She's like coming at him and he's getting drunk too, which is like the best part because like right away Bronco gets shit faced in this house. Thousand year old Russian vodka or whatever he said. Yeah, he's drunk for like the whole rest of the fucking movie. (laughs) So this is the daughter and Bronco. So you know how to do sex. Yeah. Yeah, I know what a woman needs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just shaking my head right now. Music. <laughs> dude, even this scene is like a Peter Jackson scene, man. It's just so like it, the, the dialogue, like his response of like, you know, being nervous and like being like, oh no, we need some music. And what sets the, up another amazing I was going to say, what's the music, man? 
dude so after this scene like you know she's like oh we need some fucking music and then like out of nowhere this like hair metal band shows up and like basically shoots a music video yeah. for that fucking song Sounds pretty like, good she's too. like dude I, you know it's it's dated and whatever like that but man like for this like made for tv movie this is fucking phenomenal like th- everything about this is done so well yeah. man and, and guess what we're gonna know who this band is once we get the copyright strike feel like i'm in the lost boys right now oh yeah yeah you should start wearing the bandana like that i like that dude it's a good look they both have well, look, he's got yeah. <laughs> they like blood all over the wall yeah look there's blood all over <laughs> <Yeah>. the sheet <laughs> he ends up getting into dude. quite the uh situation later on because of that we get some more fucking hilarious dialogue but uh what a what like an odd scene like that's how you see it's like very supernatural too it's not just like a straight vampire film it like really leans into like people doing like odd things and things appearing out of nowhere which uh we see like count when count alfred finally kind of uh knows you know knows what's up well the people know what's up at that point that he's they're gonna eat them basically um yeah so that's another part of this is that like they're like they're vampires but like they're also cannibals like yeah, they legitimately that. like have like a factory to like make fucking people weird. into like meat and shit. Yeah, but like there's one point um, where he has them like trapped in a room, and he they have like this awesome effect where he's on the wall. You obviously will see how it's done, but she's like, "How'd you get up there?" So like you see Dude, like it's, it's Bronco's line, and this is the only reason why I pulled this clip is because of the way fucking Bronco says this to him when he's on the wall. It's the funniest the shit. He's standing on like a bookshelf right now. <laughs> How did you get up there? <laughs> this is like the fucking best shit. <laughs> There's like a really cool thing though where he like stands up on the wall and he starts like tap dancing. He might be an asshole, but. <laughs> what a, what an awesome idea though this is almost like beetlejuice like you know what i mean like something when you could compare it to for sure um but i just love how they really lean into like they there's pretty much no rules right there's no like earthly yeah. rules in this fucking house this guy's dancing on the fucking walls there's fucking rock bands coming out of the walls uh there's all sorts of shit going on and these people are kind of just caught in the middle right as per usual yeah and like and they all are like all the other family members like i said they all have like this weird sexual thing going on where they are trying to like lure each one of these individuals and like dude especially like the, the old woman and nick is like like i said the, the weirdest fucking interaction and i love when you know they finally have like those two clash and like he has to fucking you know kill the old lady and stuff like that because they they, they have to basically battle their way out of this house that's the yeah. only way they're gonna survive yeah so uh this this is when um nick pretty much has to finally show down with one of the members of the family and he kind of dispatches he, he he kills her pretty fucking easily but it's it's a pretty good scene oh, yeah, this is- so she lunges at him and he stakes her through the chest i guess but 
She fucking starts like melting. Not really goo, it's like blood. But she's like overacting the shit out of this. <laughs> she's like making all these fucking faces. Music's pretty good. Matthew Jason Walsh yeah, sounding dramatic. shit. Nice, man. But like she like stops and is like Do we have? do we have no, we don't have it in the clip. She stops uh, and goes uh, before you go. Can you make sure you clean up? I'd hate to leave a dirty kitchen. <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ. They have to have well, that, and, like, like one liner at the end. And going back to what you were saying about there's like, there's already been established that there's no rules in this household because right before he stabs her, you know, the mother actually turns into uh, the Count fucking, Alfred, what's yeah. his name? Yeah, yeah Sir you Alfred. Know, Count Alfred. Sir, like, Sir Alfred. Sir Alfred, yeah. And is like, you know, fucking in the drag and everything, like on the fucking wall, like speaking through her, and it's it's wild. And then he transforms back into the mom when she gets stabbed and stuff. It, it's so well played, man. Uh, it's just this, this no reality, just wackiness, but like can, contained so well in the story at the same time. There's another good like supernatural scene with our uh, townsfolk in the local townie bar. That's like another fucking great scene. We have that clip here. Um, basically, Sir Alfred can do whatever the fuck he wants. And he has like complete control over mm, this whole oh. town, like physically also, right? And they're terrified of this motherfucker. And like this scene uh, will kind of give you that like, you know, understanding of why they are so afraid of this family. Oh. So there's like an... A, unearthly wind going on inside this bar and there's shit just flying around this guy gets a fucking road sign right through the skull oh, this, this lady gets it with the pool stick though this is my favorite yeah the woman gets impaled right through the chest with a pool cue her bottles are breaking and shit <laughs> this is definitely one of, my, one of my favorite scenes in the movie was like the chaos in that bar that unfolds yeah, like, this is because everybody's kind of finally had enough, right? They start to, like, listen to the people. Like, no, we got to get rid of them. Like, this is, like, this is just not working out anymore. And yeah. uh, Sir Alfred will not allow it, right? He is, by any means necessary, going to either kill wow. these people or keep them under his control. But that's, like, an awesome scene, too, where he just kind of makes everything in the room start like flying off the walls flying around the room the bottles are breaking the pool tables moving like the the uh, tables are fucking falling over and shit but it's done in such a good way with such like a low budget like they destroyed this room like they fucked <sighs> this thing up and it just looks so good for what's going on like the the impalings. oh wait shot and everything the yeah the like shooting chaos like that is, is yeah. not easy man the impalings look good um you don't see it like necessarily like you know it's not like a fucking american guinea pig movie but like it's it's done in a way where you're not like oh man like i i wish they would have just showed it like it's acceptable you know what i mean sometimes yeah. you don't have to see everything like this has other Especially shit going for it for the vibe of this movie like it fits perfectly like there is no other scene of like intense gore it would be out of place yeah. you know to see something like that here this is the exact amount that it, that goes within the reality of the world that we've already been put into um it, and dude i can't get over just like the uh the, the, the interactions with the family and stuff like that like they are such a like this wacky bunch 
but it's also like very believable. Like for some reason, this like they seem like a real family of like misfits. Yeah, it's it's kind of strange, right? And uh, the guy George, I kept thinking he was the dude from uh, Dead End Driving, but he's not. But he looks he's like he looks too. like the one like uh the one like goon that's with that main group of people um his like what would you call it his like area of the house he kind of runs like the the processing factory yeah the processing i guess yeah but like he gives our uh main woman lucy like the opportunity to like either be with me forever or i'm gonna have to fucking kill you and she obviously I'm doesn't eat you. Yeah, yeah. She obviously <laughs> doesn't says. want to be with him. So she ends up on like this giant like conveyor belt that's going to these comically large table saw looking blades. Like fucking just, just hitting the pendulum looking fucking thing, dude. Yeah. So uh thankfully Nick and uh I think Nick and Bronco are both in this scene. Right? I think Bronco also shows up yeah, here. Yeah. And uh, they save her from this giant conveyor belt of death. But then... And they cover him in the hot oil. Yeah, they cover him in oil, and he ends up getting lit on fire. And that burn is awesome, because once he goes up, they do, like, a shot. He runs. Yeah, he runs. And they do, like, once, you know, another couple seconds into the clip, it's like a further away shot. And this dude is still on fire, just running down this factory floor. he falls and continues to burn for a minute too. Man. Yeah, like it's, it's a good length. They like they really like picked and chose like what was worth really like putting the money into, I guess, with effects and what they could do. And I feel like I wasn't like I definitely wasn't expecting this dude to fucking just go on fire. I thought it was gonna be like oh, no. holy water or something, and he was gonna like just yeah. you know melt or what or whatnot, turn into like you know blood. But they just That's what I th- like the mom did. That's what I was yeah, thinking was gonna happen. They they had him burn like fucking Jason in part seven. Like that was uh a really good fucking a really good scene, man. I really, I really so, like that. A great death. A great scene, but not my favorite. No, well definitely oh well my my favorite is my I'm gonna just say it right now, my favorite is the last one in the movie. But Okay, well, my favorite's not the last one. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. My favorite about. is Samantha's. Yes. We we have seen her, you know, lusting after Bronco. Um, at, the, at one point, she has him tied up, you know, ready like to fucking take tied. advantage of. Yeah, completely hogtied. And then, like, Nick, like, busts through the fucking wall. With a meat and, cleaver. Uh, and it just goes, it's so funny how fast she, like, goes from being like oh a love interest of of broncos to be like trying to seduce nick yeah in that moment also it's like an instant switch to being like oh this is how, how we're going to start a relationship it's it, it's i i love this character samantha so much man just hypersexual and shit yeah it's literally chopping through a wall she's like dancing <laughs> she's on- like humping the air <laughs> she's awesome he just walks up to her and just buries the fucking cleaver. Yeah, just right in the skull. Hey, there's no way to start a meaningful relationship. Hi. <laughs> and, then he, and then he decapitates her. That's the best. He, even that it's cut so is awesome. really good. They have the bowling ball good. fucking sound in the background too. The bowling pins falling. Uh, it's it's just it's just great dark comedy, right? And because I guess you know. 
uh, how many how many Australian horror movies? We we say this every time. How many Australian horror movies can you think of? Like not that many. I can't no. I can't name that many. And for Maybe it to five like on the top of my head, yeah, like for it to make it over here, it has to be like somewhat good. And I feel like this is really a sleeper when it comes to tapes. Like I'm sure you could go on eBay oh. right now and get this tape for fucking under ten bucks, right? One hundred percent, I think. Yeah, um, a dime a dozen, dude. This is this is. I don't even know where the fuck I was going with that, but this is like a sleeper and a half, dude, for real. It is, and I said that too because I was like, I randomly picked this. We had never seen it. We just knew we needed an extra day for this month, and uh, I was like, dude. The name Outback Vampires. I saw it on a list. I was like, let's just fucking do it. And then I'm watching it, and I'm like, this is my favorite movie I've watched this entire fucking month. It is. It's. It's way better than I've ever given it credit for. Because, like you said, I've seen. I've held this tape in my hand hundreds of times. Didn't I've sold it at it conventions a bunch. It. I would never. I, I would never even think because it's not named. Outback vampires on the on the tape that we have here in the U.S. Yeah, it's named The Wicked. That name sucks. And the cover sucks. That motherfucker. And it does. The cover does suck. If it fucking said Outback vampires with some crazy fucking you know picture of the family or something on it, I would never have skipped that. I would have watched that a hundred percent because I love Australian fucking movies. They they just crack me up. But The Wicked, I'm not fucking. Yeah, you don't past, even know what the hell know? it is. You don't even but know what it's about. I'm telling you. It's a hundred percent a fucking sleeper because this movie deserves so much credit for being as good as it is on, on a TV movie budget. Fucking now, incredible. Now, if that didn't convince you, my favorite death in the no, movie. Seriously, yeah. When Sir <laughs> Alfred finally meets his death, uh, he finally meets his demise by the hands of uh, Lucy. Well, at the hands of Lucy when she's throwing pieces of bone, which is a really cool lore uh addendum i don't know if that's like for all vampires but you could only kill him well i guess it's not for all but you could only kill him by like impaling him with the bone of one of his victims that is a cool that's I did a like that cool vampire rule yeah, yeah. i really like that but they end up breaking these bones into like knife-sized pieces for lucy to throw because as you know in the beginning she says she's an expert you actually do see her throw a knife and it is very impressive but She's throwing the bone at a fucking levitating Sir Alfred. And she's become like a zombie Sir Alfred at this point. Yeah, he looks looks awesome here. Yeah. And at one point he's like gigantic because they have like a dummy that he picks up and throws. That's supposed to be Bronco (laughs) or Nick. And it like looks really fucking funny. But she finally fucking hits him. And Jesus Christ, this is fucking awesome. I love the sound effects here, too. So she lines him up, throws it. Miss. The townsfolk are all watching now. Going somewhere, Sir Alfred? Give my regards to hell, lover boy. Yeah, the the fucking black tar falls down. So she hits him with the knife. Yep, she hits him with the bone chunk, and he oh, explodes man. like a fucking balloon <laughs> filled with shit. And he, yeah, he just goes, ah! and he just explodes. <laughs> I'm telling you, you have to see the video oh of it. God, you dude. have to see it, actually. Like, the scene is so funny. The explosion. It's longer than that, too. Yeah. Like, she throws a few more before that. He's like 
floating around dodging them and shit. But the explosion is so abrupt and so like violent, but there's no like real gut. It's like, I don't know. It's so odd. It's great. It is such like a funny ending to this dude because it's just over in an instant, right? Like there's no like drawn out thing or whatever. It's not. Uh, he just fucking explodes, like pops like a balloon and that's it. He's like, oh, it's perfect. Okay. And actually I like the end end. Um, Bronco got bit by the, uh, the bird at one point. And at the very end, he's working on the car that they're trying to escape in. And when he when they like look over, he has turned into a vampire bird. Also, it's like, hey, yeah. can I get some uh, blood? What do you say, blood covered bird seed? Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the line. <laughs> and that's the end amazing of the movie. movie. Yeah, amazing movie. Dude. This movie is one thousand percent highly recommended. If you could watch this with a group of people, you would have a great time. This is like an yeah. awesome like group watch. Definitely like if you're like drinking or doing whatever, smoking, whatever, this movie is a hundred percent like one, made this for is that. A good one. Um if you're into, you know, Peter Jackson movies, this is right up your alley. If you like Dead End Driving, this is right up your alley. If you like fucking body melt, this is right up your your fucking alley. If you like the yeah. uh, uh, dead end this is right up your alley like it literally has all these pieces from all these movies not necessarily on purpose just things that it reminds us of um and it's just it's like a really good package it's really put together well um the story is is easy there's not too much going on it's pretty straightforward um there's a resolution to it it has a happyish ending um yeah yeah and it does. Yeah. <laughs> it's, great, great one-liner to finish it off. It's good, man. Yeah. And, you know, there's not... I really don't have any complaints. Uh, movie said it was an hour 28. I think the actual movie itself was about an hour 23. Uh, Perfect time. Didn't, didn't feel long. It didn't feel like a drag that gets right into it. Right? Like, from the start, like, you start meeting some weird fucking people. Our main characters are really uh, likable. Even Bronco, who's wow. fucking obnoxious. That, like, he's also, that's like... part of it, dude. Yeah, he's a likable dude, too. Um, he's not... Like, nobody is completely useless. You know? It's not one of those things where, like, uh, like just this one dude is beating everybody's ass and everybody else is kind of just fucking a sack of shit. Yeah, it's like, no, like, everybody's got their place. Everybody fucking is able to handle themselves. Everybody gets themselves mostly out of the, you know situations but they're all funny enough on their own and together they're fucking hilarious like those that those three as a as like the you know the main cast going into this yeah. really sets this movie up in a great way well something that they did that um i really think is pretty difficult is you don't want to see them die yeah you, oh, you yeah, want to totally. see them come out the other side like you want to see yeah. them be successful and it's really hard to do that like in all the Friday the 13th movies, maybe part two, you know, maybe part two is yeah. the only one that like, there's people that you can actually stand um, part three. Everybody's a kind of an asshole part four. They like kill pretty much everybody that like, you it, know, you're right. It, it's hard five, to six, like, seven, really eight. It's, create a sympathetic character in a, in a good horror movie where you, you root for them. You know, because most of the time I find them obnoxious anyways. Yeah. And like, you know, I'm always root for the bad guy type. But with this movie, I'm like, nah, dude, like I want, I want, uh, you know, I want Bronco, Lucy and fucking Nick to fucking, you know, get the fuck out of this. And like, 
you know, I want them to all be intact when they, they leave, you know, and even though yeah. fucking Bronco is a bird vampire, you know, it's still like, it, it works for me. You it, know? It, it like ends on a positive note for some, like it feels positive for some reason. Like it's yeah. kind of just like, maybe it's ah, the one liner, you know, yeah, like, oh, like, he wants the bird seat. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Oh, whatever. But, uh, I really do recommend this movie. Um, you could get this fucking VHS for cheap as fuck. Probably. Um, the okay. wicked, it's got like a black cover, right? With like a pair of, like a mouth, a vampire mouth on it. Um, it's really like unassuming looking. Uh, the Outback Vampires VHS cover is far better. It's, looks it looks, awesome. kind of looks, looks awesome. it looks like the same person who did the Vampire Nights cover did this. And like the same person that did uh, Death by Dialogue. They all have like a, like a similar art style, which is kind of funny to me. It kind of reminded me of like the uh, Saturday the 14th. Fucking, you know, artwork as well a little bit. Yeah, that's. I see where you're talking with that. Um, (laughs) And what's that other one? Like, uh, shit, like Castle of the Living Dead or whatever. That like wizard tape. There's like the woman. Yeah, the wizard one. There's like the woman that's like in that position. Looks very similar, but uh, highly recommended. You could find this on YouTube, right? It's on there as uh, Outback Vampires or The Wicked. I think it's under The Wicked. Yeah, yeah. Uh, It's on. It's on there. 1987 pretty pretty uh quick watch but it's definitely worth it a hundred percent uh two thumbs up says not a boring scene in the movie you'll you'll move right through it and you'll enjoy everything so yeah and uh that's it man that wraps up this vampire month we did another one uh we're really digging deep now i'm glad that we're finding this shit that we've never watched before um and you know most of it is is pretty watchable uh the wicked yeah. was good um vampires embrace was good Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter. Uh, I enjoyed it. You didn't really. But uh, yeah, everybody loves Blade besides you. Um, Vampire Vixens I loved. That was was another good one. I think I, you know, I feel like I misremembered this month. I actually liked everything that we fucking did. Um, Good time. I would watch everything we watched this month again. No problem. Like I would, I think everything has rewatchability to it to me. Um, that's my opinion. Um, so, you know, those of you who, uh, uh, what, what do you want to say? Like those of you who tend to agree with me, yeah, uh, you lean, probably lean, lean Mike's way. Yeah. You probably will like that. Uh, if you hear like a buzzing in the background, people fly those, uh, you ever see those like one seated, like airplanes that like people build themselves. Oh yeah. 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 People fly those all over the fucking place around here and especially at night. And I have no idea why that like around here, they're always in my fucking area. And like, you just hear, it sounds like a helicopter, but not as loud. It's very strange. Uh, dude, I just I, I thought you were heating up your fucking post-show fucking hot pocket already. No, <laughs> I was no, like, no, damn, no, he's no, fucking getting no. Out, isn't he? No, no, no. But, uh, Grizz, you know, I kind of want to do something different. Um, instead of just telling people what we're doing next week, I'm going to make a post um okay. maybe maybe by thursday and i'm gonna tell everybody what we're doing for the whole month how about yeah. that how about i put out a little yeah. schedule for us um for the holiday season Great um we're gonna be doing all possession movies now i'm gonna put like the little asterisk there it's it's not just gonna be movies like the exorcist like demonic possession in that sort of way mm-hmm. we're gonna try to vary things around of course there's gonna be movies like that there's two definitely that are but we're going to try yeah. to vary shit a bit. Um, some new, some old, um, some things you may have seen, some things you might not have seen. 
it's going to be a great mix, man. I'm actually more fun. excited about this coming month than I was about Vampire Month. Like, yeah, this we, is going to be a lot of fun. We don't do a terrible amount of movies uh, that that really have anything to do with that. Not many possession movies in that sense. Um, definitely yeah. no, like we, we haven't done The Exorcist. We really haven't done any movies like that in that vein. Uh, I'm excited. It's a whole untapped subgenre that we're about to get into, and I'm pretty fucking pumped. Plus, uh, we're running out of vampire films, so uh, yeah, we, need, <laughs> we need some, we need some time to to recoup our, uh, you know, restock the library. So, Grizz. Uh, I think it's time we head over to the wide world of metal. And what do we have this week? I mean, we have a band that is honestly coming straight for your boy's heart, dude. They fucking get it. This band obviously loves horror, and they obviously love weed. And, I mean, (laughs) I think if anybody knows me, they would explain that that's me in a nutshell. Like That's who I am. So... With that being said, we are covering the band Scissor Hash and their latest release, Hash Slinging Slashers. And man, what sold me besides the fucking great name was the amazing cover to to yes. this album. And I showed it to you and you're like, yeah, that's the one we're doing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I like put it on and like I heard the first couple chords and I looked at the artwork. I'm like, yeah, that's what we're fucking doing. Um, so... The cover art of this is based on the shot on video classic things, the Canadian things. Um, so why don't we uh, why don't we let this first one rip? Yeah, let's um, play, the, play the clip just so they could see the artwork. Also, if you're uh, watching on our YouTube, but what what is the name of this song? Uh, this one is Bong Resin Blunt Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> Two man group as well. Two person group, it looks like. Not two man. No, it is two guys. It is? I thought that was a female in the background. That's awesome. I think he's wearing a Friday the 13th Part 3 shirt. Or part four shirt uh, in the background. You know, <laughs> this is really I, I I love I love gore grind, and uh, they do it such a good job of it, man. Simple, great bass tones, the fucking the the the, the, the high pitch fucking snare on there and shit, Dude. man. It, it's everything that I love about that music. The gurgly vocals are, are are spot on. They're not like over overly done. They're like there there is a, a good amount of effect on them. But like, man, it's 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 still heavy as fuck. Where it's like, yeah, this that, is this is still I badass love, without being extreme. Now, I of course am a mortician fan for life. Yeah, I, the buzzsaw sub bass will always be my favorite thing. But goddamn, the modern fucking like gore grind, you know, slam fucking bass is just it rules, chef's dude. kiss. Yeah, that that yeah. like. That was the first thing I noticed was like, wow, it has that real like low end to it. And it's like you could feel it even when you're not listening to it with a, uh, you know, you don't have a sub or whatever. Like you could still feel it. It's like they nailed that shit. The fucking the production value of this album. uh, What is it? Five songs. 
Yeah, five songs. Um, you know, that one we just heard, Bub, you know, Bong Resident Blunt Cruise. We got stuff like Bong Water, Enema Accident. Um, <laughs> Jesus is my co-pilot and we're cruising for dead chicks. Um, <laughs> cannibal Necromancy. <laughs> uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill James Gordon with a stick. I mean, these are fucking fantastic song names. And uh, uh, we had a music video, but the file got corrupted on us or whatever. Um, but it was for the Jesus is my co-pilot song. And the whole music video was just the two of these dudes making water hash and smoking blunts and i was like dude this is the best fucking music yeah. video of all time so if you look it up on youtube you can check out the jesus is my co-pilot and we're cruising for dead chicks fucking music video what a, what a band um, but, i love us dude, i think they're my new no, favorite well no dude acid masters are number one but these guys i think yeah, might be my sure. number two at this point because um, this is a band i'm going to be reaching out to for sure man yeah i'm, I'm a fan fun. of i'm a fan of the genre uh, I like when people like really put their own spin on it. Like, I'm sure that's like these guys look like a bunch of fucking like fun dudes. Like they don't take it too yeah. seriously because that's the one thing like with Mortician, like Will Romer took that shit seriously. <laughs> like hi <laughs> hyper serious like i'm friends with them on facebook <laughs> that motherfucker is serious as a heart attack bro yeah Always. man yeah yeah and, and and like it's i feel like some people are serious to a fault where it becomes yeah. ridiculous and you become a meme you know what i mean and like that I, you probably don't want that if you're trying to put off that vibe but like don't get me wrong mortician is life like yeah, <laughs> don't, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't get this skewed we fucking love a, you a number one <laughs> will, i wish will romer was fucking i was related to him in some sort of yeah. way but um <laughs> these people you know they seem like they're just having fun uh they're not taking it too seriously the music is fucking awesome and that what's that's what makes it even better is like when, when it's it is done right and dialed the fuck in like this yeah i like you could you know i assume this is you know you, their personality is in this music too which you know you can't beat that man like you, you're doing it from the and, heart and the deep cut of, of pulling the fucking things cover and, and remaking it with the fucking hash tools and stuff man i saw that and i was like this this is fucking genius dude like, be like they un they, they get it like these motherfuckers yeah. get it dude these we're we're fucking up man that could have been us i know yeah. that could have been that's, fucking that's us. exactly what i thought i was like why did i not do this like what the fuck is wrong <laughs> with me <laughs> I, I i had a fucking i had a whole album for us i don't know what happened oh yeah know, that's, that's know, right dude. i just i can't remember how to play the shit that i recorded so <laughs> it's my problem too. yeah i guess we'll start over <laughs> Um, but Grizz, uh, give just give me a last plug on these dudes, cause oh man, uh, definitely you got to check out fucking Scissor Hash. Um, this album, the Hash Slinging Slashers. Uh, I can't say enough good things about the music itself. They look like fucking fun party dudes. Check out their band cam, hit them up on YouTube and check out that music video for Jesus is my co-pilot and we're cruising for dead chicks. Cause that song is fucking fantastic. <laughs> I'm going to laugh every time you fucking say that. I don't know. We come from a time where like you could listen to anal cut and like people wouldn't harass you. You know, I'm sorry. I just can't stop laughing at that. But Grizz, so I think good. that just about wraps it up for this week, this month. Uh, I'm this not going to say this year yet. We're getting one. close to this year, man. We're getting close. Uh, yeah. But where could they find you on the internet? 
you can find me on Instagram at Kane underscore enabler. And you can find me at Bad Taste Video, and you can find everything we do at www.badtastevideo.com. Please join us every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at Bad Taste Video Podcast, where we record this live. So any of the clips that you may be hearing at home, you could actually see them. And even if you don't yeah. see it live, you could still go to the YouTube channel and check out our Enjoy. previous streams, unlike Twitch, that would get rid of them after two weeks. Fuck are you? Yeah, um, this is so much better. Yeah, we, <laughs> like, they, I didn't even think of that. They almost so threw fuck. us off once, but it was only for like thirty seconds. So you know, yeah, they kind of like shut. The, they flashed the lights at us, like they yeah. they did the all. You know, yeah. cut Stop the shit. blade clips. Stop yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, but also, we have a Patreon uh, that's linked through our fucking website, where if you subscribe, you may be able to find some things that you can't find online. But that's neither here nor there because Grizz, we are going sure. into demonic December now because I know it's not yeah. necessarily that. Uh, this, kind of. this, I can't even think. I December to remember. I'm gonna have to think of something that has to do with possession in December. I'll, I'll get there. Uh, we'll get there. Um, we'll get there. But thank you, everybody in the chat, Alan Cantation. Thank you for coming as always. Thank you also I for help with our website. He is uh, the man, also a Jackson, a Jackson disciple, right? He is uh, one of us. The crew. He owns a Jackson. Yeah. Let me know. Do you own a Jackson? Do you have a is crackle? Is that what he has? I believe he does. Does it have a crackle finish? Are you really part of the crew? Because me and you <laughs> yeah, both dude. have a... I have a I have a Mercury red Mercury crackle. You have the blue uh, blue lightning. Blue lightning. Uh, yeah. Join the club, everybody. Uh, Jackson Guitar sponsor us. That'd be great. I'd really appreciate yeah, that. The only <laughs> horror podcast with guitar sponsors. Dude, I need I need I need a sponsorship from uh, Jackson Guitars, uh, an energy drink company, Marlboro. Oh, uh, and possibly uh, Wizards of the Coast for Magic the Gathering. <laughs> I, I love the idea of having like Philip Morris be a yeah. sponsor of ours. Yeah. yeah. It's like, what's up? What's up, dude? We're like, what's yo, up? motherfuckers, we're old school. Smoke cigarettes. What are you shit? Dude, my this is to, this is like off topic now, but my my dad oh uh Alan Cantation says he has a green wavy something. Good enough, man. You're, you're still almost, in. You're getting there. Um my dad gives me like random shit that he finds that's like old because he knows that i'm into a lot of like the old board games and things like that and he gives me a, a copy of operation now have you ever seen the original cover of operation i have maybe i don't even know so this Did copy or something no 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 i wish <laughs> but uh this is this is i guess from i think it was from the late 60s or the mid 60s whatever the fucking doctor has a cigarette hanging out of his mouth, a yes, lit cigarette. Dude. My dad's like, you know how you know this is old? I'm like, no, how? He goes, and points to the, the cigarette. A stogie, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was cracking up. That's I'm like, awesome, I could just picture dude. like a fucking like six-year-old uh, version of my dad with that like fucking set there. <laughs> everything's like, like lead. Doctor is. Everything's lead paint, all that shit. Your house is basically oh made of fucking it's, it's just a tinderbox ready to go up. What do they yeah. call that shit? The uh what's what's that old wiring? 
the ball and socket or whatever the hell oh dude that's it's like dude the fucking installation with horse hair too yeah houses were built to fucking kill you back (laughs) in the day (laughs) if the disease did it the house would um but i want to thank everybody for coming like i said check out the instagram this week i'm going to put up a schedule for december so you can get ready um hopefully a majority of this shit i'm pretty sure most of it will be accessible via tubi or shutter or or whatever um yeah, i don't yeah. i don't think there's anything that's really un unwatchable here uh but no, we'll we'll make sure no, we yeah, can, yeah, yeah we're good I'm yeah, yeah. Anything that we talked about yeah. yeah we should be good so i want to thank everybody for coming uh we will see you next week and uh yeah join us live for some possession december to remember <laughs> 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 goodbye <laughs>